Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. I'm Sierra. And I'm Ashley. And this is your Weekly, Weekly Dose of Wicked. Don't want a lot for podcast, miss. There's just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the podcast, mystery. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. Baby, all I want for podcast, miss, is you. Yeah. Welcome to your weekly dose of wicked podcast, Miss Day Six. But I'm yeah. nice. Spirit fingers. Spirit fingers. I was gonna sing "It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year," but I already sang that one. I mean, they haven't heard it yet. Cause no. Yes. No, I'm oh. saying it's the most wonderful time of podcast, most whatever. It's the most wonderful time of year. A few episodes yeah, yeah, ago, yeah. and then we just had some technical difficulties because, in case you guys weren't aware, this is our first time podcasting. And um, we're kind we, of idiots. Yeah, we're kind of idiots. So we're having a really, really big struggle bus. I was recording the whole episode and then I realized I never changed the recording device to our uh, audio interface. So it was recording it through my MacBook microphone. And so none of what we recorded got recorded at all. But we, you found it out pretty I fast. I found it out pretty quickly. But anyway, I did this lovely little rendition of um, it's beginning to look a lot like Podcastmas. It was great. I made up lots of words. Ashley and I laughed. It was a good time. Unfortunately, you all missed it. So... Sorry, so, had to be there. Yeah, had to be there. Uh, we're having a lot of technical issues, though. Um, our last, okay, let's just, uh, I'm going to apologize. Day five of Podcastmas was late. Day six is going to be late, too. <laughs> uh, the reasoning for that is because I'm a, I'm a freaking idiot. I left my charger for my computer at Ashley's, and Ashley and I live 45 minutes away from each other, and I didn't realize it until like 10 o'clock last night when I needed to do the editing that uh, it was at Ashley's. So, yeah. But it's out now. It's out now. Yeah, it is out, but it's a, late, a day late. And then this one will probably also be a day late, but like not really a whole day, just like a couple hours. I'll get it out. <laughs> not a whole day, just a couple hours. What do you mean by Well, because it's going to like cross over probably into tomorrow, but like I'll probably like post it at like 1 a.m. Yeah, like 1 a.m. tomorrow. But like it'll just be a little late. It's fine. Okay. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah. Make sure you send me your We're struggling. pictures. I'll think about it. Okay, well, then I won't post on Instagram. It's fine, Ashley. Anyway, we're just really struggling. Um, but we do have some really great news. Oh, yeah? What is that? I know. I was just kidding. Oh, okay. I was really confused. <laughs> I was like, we literally just talked about this. For those of you who don't know, I was like making hand motions to her because I thought she really didn't know what I was talking about. No, anyway. I was just playing them this time. Uh, we have a new Patreon member. Woo! Woo! Joining us on the level of the awesomely wicked. Rhonda Ashcroft. Woo-hoo! Yeah, girl. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. So we have that new Patreon member. And if any of you want to make our uh, days merry and our spirits bright, you can head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash weekly dose of wicked where you can join one of our four tiers. That would be cool. That would be the coolest. The bees knees. So anyway. So anyway. 
that's what we got going on. Um, anything else going on in the World Weekly This Weekend? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, that's pretty much all we got. You want to jump in? Yeah, jump Am in. I do- Is this today my day? Yeah. Okay. Good thing I prepared something. <laughs> You're so funny. I am funny. Um, speaking of me being funny, you guys probably don't know this because I don't really talk about it, but I mean, I did, but I went back to work. Most of my coworkers, I, they don't really like me. It's fine. <laughs> um, I come off as a bit abrasive. No. And a bit condescending. No. And a bit of a bitch. No. Um, but anyway, on Saturday, uh, there was a whole group of them up in like the service station. And I went over to my table to pick up my tip, right? And it was upside down, which is never a good sign. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I like went up there. And I was like, I really hate it when people feel the need to put their tip upside down. And one of the girls was like, oh, yeah, that means they tip poorly. And I was like, I mean, I know what it means. That's what I was thinking in my head. I was like, yeah. But I was like, here's the thing. If you're going to be a poor tipper, own that shit. Broadcast it. Do not flip it over. Like, if you're going to be a bad person and tip poorly, then own it. Who cares? And they were like, oh, Sierra's funny. And I was like, yeah, I am funny. <laughs> and they just all thought that was so hilarious. They're like, oh, and she's cocky. I'm like, yeah. But well, like, they should have known you were cocky already. But That's why funny. they don't like you. I am funny. And I was like, yeah, I am funny. I was like, I'm actually so funny. I have a podcast. It's in the top 2.5% globally. And they all thought I was lying. And then I had to pull it up and show them. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, here it is. I'm a funny bitch. I was like, I am fucking funny. I have a, a podcast, Weekly Dose of Wicked, a humorous true crime podcast, ranking in the top 2.5% of all podcasts globally. So what now? Don't need to brag or anything. Oh, I bragged. <laughs> Hardcore. And they were like, no shit. Like, oh, wow. They're like, we had no idea. I'm like, yeah, I'm going places, guys. <laughs> With my podcast. Anyway, just thought that was funny. That's funny. So I did tell them all about it. So we might eat, we might receive some good listeners, or they might all hate me so much, our ratings might plummet. There's no telling. That would be sad. That would be, we worked really hard. Horrible, <laughs> but I think they're coming around. You're an acquired taste. I know. Actually, I had a whole talk about it before I went to work on Friday, about how they'll come around. Because the thing is, is I don't care if they like me. You do, though. I don't care if they like me. Like, I don't need them to be friends. I don't need them to invite me out to the bar, like, for drinks and stuff. I just need to be civil. Right. And, like, not be hated. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. But anyway. You don't need friends, You but you like people to like you. Yes, that's true. That's true. I don't need friends, but I do like for people to like me. And I'm a likable person. You like to be invited to the bar. You're never going to go. Right. But you like to be invited. That is true. But anyway. All right. Let's jump into this case. I have prepared for you. Um, I have two prepared. One of them is going to be day six and one of them is going to be day eight. Okay. I'm debating what I want, which one to be. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I just don't know if you wanted to pick. I'm going to go with this one. Okay. How am I supposed to pick if I don't know who they are? I don't know. I was going to give you like a little brief synopsis, but I'm not doing that. We're just going to go with this one. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So, Tom Donato. Tom Donato was a simple man raised in Enfield, Connecticut. He was born in 1970 and by all accounts had a normal life. As soon as he was of age, he enlisted in the armed forces and made a career out of it. By the age of 30, Tom was ready to meet someone and settle down. That's when he met 25-year-old Kristen Williams on a dating site. The two meshed well together and hit it off pretty immediately. Kristen was smart and driven, but also difficult, but Tom liked the challenge. After just eight months of dating, the two got married, and a year later, um, they welcomed a daughter named Caitlin into the world. The two were just elated and on cloud nine. Things are going great for the couple. 
But just after Caitlin's second birthday, Kristen is offered a job as a financial advisor for a string of clinics. Kristen was the type of person who put her entire self into her work, which I can understand because I'm like that as well. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with that. It's because I need to be uh, affirmed. Okay. I need words of affirmation. I need to be told I'm amazing. And when you have a job, they do that. <coughs> when you're a stay-at-home parent, you don't get that. I tell you you're amazing. I know you do, but... I'm just saying, I understand that. Like, I can get that. I can relate to that with Kristen because I, too, am like that. When I have a job, like, I like to be told how amazing I am. So, okay. obviously, I think you get more fulfillment from that. I wish I wasn't like that. Like, I wish I could be fulfilled from other things, like not being told. But that's really what I need. So, I get it. So, anyway, she liked to put her entire self into her work. Tom actually really loved this about Kristen, though. The problem is, though, is Kristen's new job involved frequent travel. So it came to a point where the two had to figure out a plan of action as neither of them really had the time to care for Caitlin full time. Kristen tells Tom that really she's making plenty of money, so perhaps it would be best if he took a step back and he stayed home with Caitlin. Uh, They both agree that they don't want to put Caitlin into daycare, and I respect that decision. I mean, it seems like the two of them are really working well together. They're trying to do what's best for their daughter and just their family in general. No hate to anyone that puts their kids in daycare. I mean... But, I mean, I respect also, like, when parents are willing to sacrifice that for their children. Because I do think, you know, I I think if you can afford it, like, yeah, it's great for you to stay home with your kids versus putting them in daycare. Um, If you can't, like, that's okay, too. But who can afford daycare? Daycare is expensive. Yeah, daycare is expensive. But, I mean, this was the 90s. I mean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, whatever works for you. It was still probably expensive. But I'm just saying, I can respect that. Like, they were like, you know, we don't want to put her in daycare. So, instead of putting her in daycare, we can make it work with one income. So, Tom takes a step back, and he's able to stay home with Caitlin. And he really loved staying home with Caitlin. He said he enjoyed the quality time he got with his daughter. He was able to be there for her day in and day out, and he really just couldn't love life more. The family seems genuinely happy, but it isn't long before Kristen starts calling nonstop when she's out of town. She wants to know what Tom's doing and where he is. She starts micromanaging his every move, and with Kristen being the main source of income, she begins financially abusing Tom. They didn't describe it as financial abuse like when I was researching this, but it was 100% financial abuse. Yeah. And you know my feelings on that. Oh, yes, I do. I hate it. Uh, he doesn't have access to any of their money. He doesn't have access to any cards. If he if he wants or needs to buy anything, it all has to go through Kristen, which also bull squash. Like, he's home with a kid all day. If he needs to go buy things, he should just be able to go buy things. Right. But no, he's got to contact her out of town to make sure he's allowed to go buy things. Yeah. That really annoys me. Tom is also annoyed, rightfully so. He thinks that, you know, she's just stressed and things will get better. When Kristen does come home from work trips, she begins drinking heavily to a point where Tom feels she's just really out of control. He tries to talk to Kristen about this, but she just isn't having it. Tom sticks it out as long as he can. I actually put here, tomorrow sticks it out. <laughs> that was well, obviously meant an error. I meant Tom. My computer was dead, so I did all of this on my phone. Right. I typed it in the notes. So some of these, that's why I have some bad spelling errors in here. Uh, But Tom sticks out as long as he can. He wants to make the relationship work, if for nothing else, their daughter. Five years into their marriage, though, Tom has had enough. The family is on their way home when Tom realizes that Kristen is drinking wine out of her daughter's sippy cup while driving. Oh. Yeah. So Tom demands a divorce, which sets Kristen into a fit of rage. Kristen pulls over and loses it. She kicks Tom out of the car 50 miles from the destination, Hmm. and he just has to find his way home. So after this incident, Tom does file for divorce. He tells Kristen that he's leaving her and he's taking Caitlin with him. It seems that in the beginning, Tom and Kristen were sharing custody of Caitlin. At this point, clearly I forgot what his name was. I was going to start calling him Tim. (laughs) Not okay, Sierra. No, it's not. But like from here on out, it says Tim. (laughs) 
His name is Tom, 100%. Maybe my phone autocorrected it. My phone does autocorrect my husband's name, Jacob, to Hakib. So <laughs> it just must like that name better. I don't know. But anyway. So as I said, in the beginning, it seems that Tom and Kristen are sharing custody of Caitlin. So Tom comes to pick Caitlin up for his time with her. And when he arrives, the police are waiting for him. Tom is arrested on the spot. Kristen has filed a police report against Tom, accusing him of domestic violence. The police do not even question her allegations. And it's not looking good for Tom because not only is he accused of abusing his wife, but he also willingly left their family home, which is making him look even more guilty. Tom pleads his case to the officers. He tells them he has never laid a hand on her, but the officers can tell that Kristen is visibly shaken and they have to take her allegations seriously, which I understand. Right. I mean, you have like a woman here claiming to be a battered woman. I said she is protesting that of an abused woman, but that's not the word I meant. What do you think I meant? <laughs> By all accounts, she's play Sierra's mind. I don't know. <laughs> By all accounts, she's protesting that of an abused woman. I don't think that's what I meant to say, though, obviously. No. I think I meant to say, like, portraying. That's what yeah, I meant to say. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, um, I understand they have to take the allegation seriously, obviously. But, like, at the same time, it just kind of sucks for Tom because they didn't even listen to him at all. He's like, you know, I never laid a hand on her, and it doesn't matter. Uh, Tom's escorted off the property in cuffs and taken to jail where he spends the night. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. The next day he's released, but Kristen has already filed a restraining order against Tom and filed for sole custody. A judge actually ends up siding with Kristen, and Tom is denied all visitation with his daughter. But there's no proof. Nope. It's her word. That's pretty crazy. Yep. Uh, now that Kristen has sole custody of their daughter, she up and moves to New Hampshire, taking Caitlin with her, which is quite a distance from where they were. Right. So, yeah, Tom is obviously broken uh, by this, but all he can focus on is getting his daughter back. Tom goes back to the army and works towards saving money and getting his life back together. Since Kristen was a sole provider, Tom leaving her meant that Tom was left with nothing. Right. Tom is resilient, though. He works hard, and a year later, he has worked his way into a better job with the Army. In 2007, he is transferred to a base in South Carolina. And now it's time for an ad. Do-do-do. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now we're back from that ad. Now, while Tom is in South Carolina, he meets a woman named Amy Harris. The two begin a relationship, and soon the two have fallen in love. The couple moves in together, and that's when Kristen loses it. She begins calling Amy upwards of 20 times a day, all through the night, making Amy's life miserable. When Tom and Amy go to the police, they say there's nothing they can do. They can't actually prove it's Kristen because she's using spoof numbers. As if that's not bad enough, Kristen has begun truly trying to destroy Tom's life. Every time she travels to a new state for work, she files restraining orders and makes false allegations against Tom in those states. Why? She wants to ruin his life. That is way too much work. Uh, yeah. Well, at one point, Tom had warrants for his arrest in four different states. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So every time he gets these charges against him, he is able to get the charges dropped, but the police are still refusing to investigate Kristen and her stalking. Right. Kristen begins hacking into Tom and Amy's accounts. She's changing passwords and really just wreaking havoc on their day-to-day life. Kristen then opens a cell phone in Tom's name. She uses his account to send herself threatening messages. Posing as Tom. She then turns these texts over to the New Hampshire police. Hmm. 
These texts are a direct violation of the restraining order Kristen has against Tom. When police trace the number, it comes back registered to Tom Donato. Of course, the police don't believe Tom when he tells them that Kristen is framing him. And in, on May 27, 2008, Tom is arrested for violating the restraining order. He's taken to New Hampshire for a trial, and Kristen takes a stand as a battered woman. Everyone believes her. We know that she's conniving and diabolical, but to everyone else, she's a frail woman being abused by her ex-husband. She sounds like an absolute lunatic. I agree. Like a sociopath. Yeah. So what do you think would happen at this trial? Tom's found guilty. Yes, with very little evidence to prove the allegations are false, Tom is convicted and put in jail to await sentencing. Insane. Yeah. With no one's on Tom's side but Amy, Tom puts everything he has into convincing the police chief, Reed Simpson, to help him. Chief Simpson said when talking to Tom, he didn't see the man that Kristen had described to them. He said he didn't seem to have an aggressive nature, and Tom tells him everything, like all about it, the whole story. And so Police Chief Simpson thankfully believes Tom, at least a little bit, and he's like, all right, I'm going to go back through the evidence that we have against Tom because they had built a pretty hefty case against him at this point. It had been going on for years, and she, you know, had been reporting him left and right for anything that she thought would make her look abused. Mm -hmm. So he goes back through the file. Obviously, he doesn't want to, you know, put like a violent, abusive man back out on the streets and set him free, but he also cannot stand when people waste police time and resources. So while he's going through this file, he goes through the phone records from the threatening text that Kristen had received. And that's when he discovers that all of the texts have been sent from California and Tennessee because, you know, cell phone towers. Right. It's trackable. Yeah. Uh, the problem with that is that Tom was in South Carolina when these texts were sent, and the U.S. Army has record to prove that. And, you know, the U.S. Army has been known to be pretty reputable. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, there was, however, someone who was in Tennessee and California during the time frame. Kristen. Oh, never would have guessed that. I know, right? Uh, because of this revelation, all of Kristen's testimony and allegations are now scrutinized, and all charges against Tom are dropped. Good. And Kristen is arrested. In May of 2009, Kristen is indicted on 12 felony counts of falsifying physical evidence and a misdemeanor for making a false report to law enforcement. Hmm. Kristen is then convicted of all 13 counts and sentenced to 7 to 14 years in prison. Whoa, that's a lot. Uh-huh. Well, she did destroy Tom's life. I, I kind of didn't think that was long enough. I mean, you just don't see that often. No, you don't. But yeah, she did. Got 7 to 14 years. Kristen files an appeal, but it's denied on December 28th of 2011. Just hours after that decision, Kristen commits suicide by overdosing on blood pressure, blood pressure medication and antidepressants. Hmm. So now that Kristen has killed herself, uh, Tom is ready to reunite with his daughter because obviously Kristen's deceased, so he's certain they're going to give him full custody, right? You would think. Well, over the past three years, Caitlin has lived in New Hampshire with her grandparents, and so a judge rules that she should stay with them. Ugh. Yeah. So the judge says that this little girl's already lost her mother, and he's not going to rip her from her grandparents' home where she's been comfortable for three years. That's really sad. Although Kristen did rip her from her father that she had been comfortable with for right. multiple years, who was staying home with her as, like, her main provider. Right. So that really sucks for Tom. Yeah, that does really suck for Tom. Like, how awful. And Caitlin sucks for I mean, Caitlin sucks too. for Caitlin too. And I mean, this all took place. 2011 was the last known, um, like that's when she killed herself. So, I mean, at this point now, it's been 12 more years. So Caitlin is probably like 17, 18 years old. Mm -hmm. There's not really much of an update on it because 
I was going to say unfortunately, but it's not unfortunate. Fortunately, Tom did not get murdered by his stalker. So really, there's just not really much more information on it. Like when you look it up, there's just not a lot on it because he survived. Right. And there's really only a lot of information when, you know, people don't survive. survive. So, I mean, there's a little bit about it, but I haven't seen any update as to whether or not uh, him and his daughter have a relationship. Him and Amy are still together, though. That's good. Mm -hmm. Hopefully him and his daughter have a relationship. Hopefully. But like, how crazy is that? Mm-hmm. She's a crazy lunatic, cuckoo bananas. Yeah, definitely cuckoo bananas. Not to speak illy of the dead, but she was crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of work destroying people's yeah, lives. It is a lot of work. I mean, I'm all for the minor inconveniences. We've talked about that, but right. Yeah, it's a lot of work, especially like putting out restraining orders in multiple states. Yeah, like who has time for all that? She did. I was like looking at this and I was like, oh my God, like this lady is crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, most insane. of these stalkers are. Absolutely insane. I thought I had more, but I actually just scrolled up. I was like, oh no, I have a whole other page. I don't. <laughs> Not the case. That is in fact the end. That is the end. It was a short one, but still interesting. Yeah. These stalking cases, like we said, are kind of hard to find. So They are hard to find. And I also kind of felt like we needed a surviving stalking victim. So far, they have not no. survived. None of them. None of them. So I intentionally tried to find someone that had survived that uh, was still like an intriguing, interesting case right. with some meat to it. Because, you know, obviously people survive stockings, but they don't go through this kind of fiasco. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, poor Tom. Poor Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Poor Amy, too. Yeah. Poor Amy. She had she nothing, to, nothing do to do with anything. All of a sudden, she's getting harassed. Mm-hmm crazy but anyway all right guys we hope you enjoyed day six of podcast miss and we'll see you for day seven bye bye hey everyone if you like what you heard and you want to support a small podcast please give us money at www.patreon.com forward slash weekly dose of wicked where you can join one of our four amazing tiers starting at just a measly three dollars a month that's literally 10 cents a day you can join the Slightly Wicked. After that, we've got the Moderately Wicked for just $5 a month, followed by the Awesomely Wicked for $7 a month. And for those high rollers, big ballers, we have the Extraordinarily Wicked. So head on over, check it out. If you like what you see, join it up. If subscriptions aren't your jam, head on over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash W-D-O-W where you can give us a one-time donation to buy us a coffee or, you know, like podcasting equipment, which would probably be a better use of our money. Feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at weekly underscore dose underscore of underscore wicked or you can just search weekly dose of wicked and we'll pop up because we're the only ones. Or you can give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash weekly dose of wicked. Or, you know what, you could just do both, because that would be better for us. For a direct feed of our podcast, please go to www.weeklydoseofwicked.buzzsprout.com. Great news, guys. We've made it big time. And you can now listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yep, yep. Even Pandora. They finally let us in. Make sure to come back next Wednesday for your Weekly, weekly Dose of Wicked. Wicked.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.